You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Coletti, and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at the 2016 Annual Florida Bar Convention. We are, of course, on location in Orlando, Florida, and uh, we're going to be covering this uh, event for you, our listeners. And uh, again, I have another special guest joining us. Uh, Sitting down with me is Mr. Michael Schmid. He's the incoming chair of the Government Lawyer Section of the Florida Bar. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Excellent. So before we get started, I just want to learn a little bit more about you for our audience. Uh, Where do you work? What do you do? I work uh, with the city of Tampa. I'm an assistant city attorney. Uh, Presently, I'm assigned to the Tampa Police Department legal uh, unit. Okay. So you guys have obviously had a pretty busy week here. Always. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, you know, I think also, I mean, this is kind of, this might be new for some people that are graduating law school or even some uh, existing practitioners right now. Uh, What's, obviously, I know what government means and I know what lawyer means, but uh, is there a definition for government lawyers? Like who, who's considered a government lawyer? The government lawyer section uh, represents uh, government lawyers and people who are not government lawyers uh, who have the interest of government law. Um, So the section's comprised of both those involved in the government, uh, either because they are currently employed in the government in some fashion, that could be federal, state, or local, uh, or it also, we have many members in the private sector. Okay, okay, and so when you, when you say government law, are we talking admin law, uh, what, what, uh, what are we talking, a lot of things, All I'm sure. All of those, yeah, you okay. can imagine um, there's many sections of government law, and so we cover quite a diverse uh, group of individuals from, we're talking prosecutors to public defenders to those who work at the attorney general's offices to the U.S. attorney's offices uh, to admin law. We have quite a uh, large number of people who are involved in admin law. Um, And we range all across the state from every corner of this state to uh, cover government law. Okay. And so as a section, uh, you know, when you put on events and you guys get together and and talk and, and discuss issues, what are you talking about? Well, a lot of the times what we're talking about are the interest of the government lawyer and what it may affect the government lawyer. Um, a lot of those things um, could be depending on the section you currently are practicing in the government law, or it could be uh, matters before the legislature to ensure that the government lawyers uh, are uh fairly uh, represented in the legislature or in the Florida Bar and trying to encourage activities within the Florida Bar and also to make sure that the government lawyer um, needs are remembered and appropriately reflected throughout the bar and the legislature. I think it's a great segue into my next question. So it sounds like uh, there's some important issues that are pretty common amongst all the different government lawyer positions. So uh, in that vein, uh, what are the most important issues? I mean, it sounds like everybody's got a pretty typical overlay there. So top three. I guess the, the top three um, for the last couple of years have been fairly consistent in that the government law section has wanted to ensure uh, that the government lawyers' section dues can be paid for by um, their agencies. Um, that has been uh, an issue that needs to get funded through the legislature and approved. Uh, the other issues have been loan forgiveness program uh, for uh, government lawyers, um, and that is an issue that we have been uh, trying to push for years uh, to encourage uh, membership uh, into the government lawyer section, but more importantly, to encourage government lawyers 
people to get involved in the government law and know that, you know, who are being paid a lot less than private attorneys might be paid, but to be encouraged to go into the practice of government law and stay in the practice of government law, especially if they're able to have some loan forgiveness. Um, so those are the two of the, the biggest issues. And the third issue is always just involvement within the Florida bar itself. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, so uh, back to the, the loan forgiveness, we're talking public service loan forgiveness. Um, are, are there groups of government attorneys that are not uh, able to participate in that program when it talks to, uh, when, you, when you're talking about their uh, student loans? Well, presently there is no uh, loan forgiveness um, and that's sort of something that we've been hoping to, in the state of to Florida. advance, correct, Okay, I for got government you. lawyers. And the idea would be if um, you were to well, what if enter... You're a, what if you're a federal attorney? Are you just talking about state uh, state employees? or This would be for state employees, correct. Okay, so federal employees, if you're, uh, you know, if you're an attorney and you're a federal, if for a federal, uh, uh, you know, working in federal law, then you would possibly get public service loan forgiveness. No, I don't, I don't, really? I don't know that there's any loan forgiveness for entering the uh, government sector. Uh, so for, if for you are in the state of Florida, regardless of whether you work for federal or state entities, you do not have public service loan forgiveness. That's my understanding, correct. Okay, I got you. All right, go ahead. But no, so, I mean, the, the obvious reasons I think to for that is you've got a lot of lawyers who are coming out of college and then a private law school or even a public law school with huge amounts of debt. Uh, and obviously, if they think, well, you know, I would like to serve in the government, but I can't afford to pay back my loans and to live uh, with the payment I would receive as a government lawyer. So therefore, I have to go into the private section. Um, obviously, it would be extremely beneficial to attract a wider range of individuals if there was a loan forgiveness program to help those who wanted to commit maybe a certain period of years to uh, work as a government attorney and to have their loans um, paid back or forgiven. Okay. In terms of where you are with that, I'm at. There, is there some legislative movement there? Uh, are you guys getting the ear of a lobbyist or a congressman or something? I mean, how, how's it working out? Uh, it, it's it, different years. I think we've had different success. Uh, the first important thing is getting it out of a committee, and I, I don't think we've had a lot of success getting it out of a committee, frankly, and uh, we're hoping that this upcoming year we'll have more success. Okay. How many, uh, how many members do you have as part of the, uh, the, the government lawyers section? We've consistently maintained over uh, 1,000 members. I think presently we're around 1,100 members. Okay. Any idea how many uh, government lawyers there are in the state of Florida? Well, I can tell you this. I think there's approximately 90,000 lawyers in the state of Florida. Roughly 18% of the Florida Bar membership is a government lawyer. That's so significant. It is a significant portion. In fact, I think government lawyers comprise the largest section of the Florida Bar. Um, and therefore, the government lawyer section should also be one of the largest sections. It's not currently, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Mostly, um, you're asking government lawyers to pay for their membership into a section, for government lawyers to get involved in the Florida Bar. All these are cost to a government lawyer who may already have extensive loans and whose um, agency may not pay for their uh, electives to join membership such as government lawyer section. So what we're doing is we're trying to encourage agencies, hopefully, to pay for uh, government lawyers to elect at least one section, and we hope, obviously, that they would uh, join our section. Um, and we are hoping that if agencies would agree to allow them to pay for a membership, 
that we would get increase our membership. But right now, you're asking a government lawyer to come to a, a very fantastic event like the Florida Bar Convention, but they have to pay their own dime. Whereas a private attorney that may be funded by their firm or they might be uh, networking and able to better afford this type of um, expense. Whereas a government lawyer, this is really asking a lot for them to take a day or two off their schedule to come and participate in Florida bar activities that they have to fully fund themselves. Okay. In, in terms of uh, pay scale, and I understand that uh, you know government work is going to pay less than the private sector. What are we talking about in terms of percentage? You know, if you take you know your average uh, private sector attorney versus your average government sector attorney, what's the difference between them? On is there, is there facts and figures for that? Well, that. That that is a is Probably a great, depends on the role great question, and I I don't know that I would be the person best suited to answer that off the cuff here, and and so um, I, I will just say that clearly there is a, a gap there, but I don't actually have the figures. Okay, no, understood, understood. I was probably put you on the spot, so but uh, no, that's interesting. So you know you're you're out there looking for some public service loan forgiveness as a group, trying to get things legislated, trying to get uh, uh, some of the government agencies to help pay some of the dues. You can be more, uh, you can participate more in the Florida Bar events. We also see here involvement uh, with the state of Florida or, or involvement with the Florida State Bar. What uh, what were you doing there? More outreach through this group to the uh, Florida State Bar, uh, trying to increase participation, or exactly. And I think um, you know this this annual convention that we're here at now, and you can see what a wonderful facility it is, What a, how well it it's put nice. on every year. They do a great job. They have both the winter meeting and this uh, meeting here we always have in June. They're always done excellent. And um, the thing I know is I reach out to government lawyers and I try to encourage them to get involved in the bar because you can get involved in numerous committees and sections and you can come to an event like this and have uh, three or four things that you need to go to. The more you get involved in the bar, you know, the more there is to do when you come to something like this. So rather than just being involved just in maybe a section like the government lawyer section, we would encourage you to get involved in maybe a rules committee or other things. Uh, you start branching out, meeting more people, and then when you do travel to an event such as this, um, you have many reasons to be here besides just the government lawyer section. So we think it's um, great for government lawyers to get more involved in the bar, but as I said, Time and money uh, is a hard thing for the government lawyers. Okay, last question, but I put you on the spot one more time. So, government lawyer or not, what are the top three reasons to join up with the government lawyer section of the Florida Bar? Well, one, we advise and recommend substantive changes in the law to the legislature, and those are some of the things I've already talked to you about. Um, but I think that's important that that we can we can be the voice for the government lawyer um, to the legislature to the Florida Bar. It's extremely important for government lawyers to be remembered in all aspects of the government. And that is one of the biggest things we can do. And also, we provide a forum for discussion, exchange of ideas um, for the government lawyers to talk amongst each other and um, at the state, federal, and local levels. Um, we have uh, participants at all, all levels of the federal, uh, of the government. And as also, as I said, we even have members in the private sector, maybe they used to be government lawyers, and they really believe in uh, the interest of, of government lawyers, and they are active in our section uh, trying to help encourage and promote uh, government law. So um, the third thing is obviously just outreach and, and networking and socializing among each other, making it fun. Um, and providing everybody with a good opportunity to have a good time. 
Excellent. Well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. And if our listeners want to reach out, learn more, want to sign up, uh, get involved, how can they how can they get a hold of you? The best thing to do is to go to the Florida Bar website, and on there, um, there is a link to all the different sections. And you go to the government law section, it takes you straight to our website. Our website maintains all the latest information uh, where you can reach uh, anybody involved in the government law section. It has our application, how to join, uh, and always it'll have my information. They can feel free to contact me anytime through the Florida Bar. has all my phone numbers and email addresses. This has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti, signing off from Orlando. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you, Lawrence. No, thank you, Michael. That was great. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. 